It's the month of March, and this month, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Trey Barrera, Conrad, Luke and Sarah, Dave Malfara, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, Stanton Valentino, Aaron Layton, Crystal Trujillo, John Collins Ghost, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of Yellow Jackets Season 1 in anticipation of Yellow Jackets Season 2. This time it's Episode 5, Blood Hive. Blood Hive. Which rhymes with... Five. Okay. <laughs> Get oh, it? Oh, episode okay. 5, Blood Hive. Oh, I gotcha. I, I gotcha. I, I thought you wanted me to go back. So we don't know when Season 2 is airing, folks. <laughs> Uh, we yeah. spent too many um, not great sources online. Yeah. It, people always say Google is free when they're being a smart ass about, you know, easily accessible information. And I'm usually on board with that kind of response. So I Googled it. And if you do that, you can do that right now uh, on your device and you will find two dates, March 24th and March 26th. What I've surmised is that Showtime subscribers can get early access on that Friday. And so they'll be able to watch it. But the normal airtime would normally be Sunday. Oh, I forgot to tell you this, Steve Madison. I did Google. I was trying to be sleuthy, right? And I was like, when did Yellow Jackets season one premiere, which was November 14th, 2021. I Googled what day was November 14th, 2021. It was a Sunday and I got scared. Like, oh shit, it is a Sunday show. Mm. Uh, Because we don't want it to be on Sundays, folks. It's just easier for us if if it debuts on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So, any hoozle, I don't know when to, to expect it at this point. <laughs> if every week it's going to be early on Friday, that'd be great. Or if it's just that one day. Yeah, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Because if it's late night Sundays, I don't know, Steve just can't keep living like this. He's getting old. Well, there there's a concern that it could become 10 p.m. Sundays, which if that's the case, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a long night. We're not in our 20s anymore. We ain't young chickens no more. In the days Spring of chickens. Yeah, or young chickens. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> chicks. We're not chicks anymore. We're not chicks. We used to stay up till 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 a.m. recording streaming Stranger Things episodes. Yeah. And then I don't know what we do. Sleep, I guess. <laughs> Some of us do. I have to go edit them. <laughs> yeah. I go home and sleep. I take yeah. a nappy. So just stay tuned. Either way, we're covering season two. I don't know if we'll have time to squeeze in a season two predictions, but I really want to because this is the type of show. I mean, this is lost style shit popping off here. I've never seen it, but just that's what I hear. Oh, yeah. You're not far off. And uh, and I think that'd be really fun for us to sit together and surmise. So maybe that last week we could do a a three piece chicken Mm -hmm. McNugget episode deal. Maybe that'd be cool. I'd be down. But right now, let's just focus on the present, guys. That's what my uh, Zen teacher has taught me. As uh, in the immortal words of Misty, we got to bear down. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We got to bear down on this episode. You can email the show with your Yellow Jackets predictions anytime at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash streamingthings at a variety of tiers Mm -hmm. to get extra bonus episodes and content. We do at least one every month, and we also have access to our Discord community that is run by people much smarter than us, and it's thriving. I mean, they have uh, a whole hierarchy in there. They've got an economy. There's they're going to create a uh, some games to play. Like I know one game they're starting to play is 
to see who can guess how many times I say bear down in an episode. Is that a drink like a drinking game? No, it's just, I don't I don't really understand the rules, but they I heard that that was a game they're going to start. So bear down, bear take, down. Do a shot. take a shot. Bear down. <laughs> Jello shots. Also, if you do join the Discord, I'm going to start doing bi-monthly fireside chats on Friday nights. So the first one is this Friday night. So just in a couple of days, if you're hearing this on Wednesday. Nice. Fires, and he does have a digital green screen fire typically all around him. I don't think. <laughs> well, I have the Helmo behind me, uh-huh. which if you don't know, it's the, the Elmo that's got his arms raised in the air and the fires behind it. Right. That's how I greet people to the discord. I yeah. send them that gif and say, welcome to hell. Welcome. <laughs> that's a fun place to be. Yeah, it really is. But, but by the way, when last of us ends, we'll just have yellow jackets. Right now we're doing three episodes every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that means is we can get back to that long queue for patron members that have paid for certain things. Uh, I think our, our next movie is, um, class action park. Yeah. Class action park. And then some really, some have bangers. You seen class action park, Madison. I've not, I've actually never heard of it. It's oh, a swell it's, documentary it's a on documentary. HBO max. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It's a it's, really fun movie. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fun documentary about an insane, uh, uh, park, a real like theme a, like park a, in like the eighties. Like if King's Island was run by like a guy adjacent to the mob who just had crazy ideas of what rides were oh <laughs> like Ray, think ray Liotta, okay like an actual ray Liotta, running this park but sounds interesting but even though people are dying and getting grievously hurt people love oh, fun times because <laughs> it was the 80s and they were like hey i survived that crazy ass park we Woo! can die let's go yeah it was before the internet right. i'm gonna live forever right. back then you had to check a tv guide if you were going to find out when yellow jacket season two was mm-hmm. going to come out and yeah. then, but at least then you'd get the actual information. Yeah. God it's damn on it. One of three channels. <laughs> yeah. It's on four, I think. <laughs> Maybe Shit. six. Uh, but any whoosel, back to Yellow Jackets, episode five Blood Hive. Blood Hive. I just watched it uh, a little bit ago. So, what we're going to do if you're new here, we're going to talk about our overall thoughts on the episode as a whole. And then we'll go into a play by play, scene by scene recap, talking about uh, all of the moments, all of the, the goings on inside this episode. And we've got some fun little categories at the end that we wrap things up with. We'll talk about our top three favorite moments each through the episode, some Easter eggs, some little 90s tidbits that we pulled throughout. And then finally, our favorite performance. Of the episode, and that'll wrap up our coverage of episode five. Steve, lay it on me. What'd you think of uh, episode five? I know you recently said the show was like maybe fine, but it was really cooking up for you. How are things going on that front? So it, it continues to it, this. This is a nice. This show I can already tell. Right. Okay. It's going to be a nice stew. Right. And what do you? How do you make a stew? You don't just put the boilers on full blast and, uh-huh. and right. heat it. You're going to ruin it. You know what? You let it simmer. You do. You let it stew. Right, <laughs> stew's got a stew. Yeah, you got a stew. Yellow it. jackets are in the crock pot right now. They're just uh-huh. yeah. Add a add a bone in there, you got yourself a broth. Yeah, baby. yeah. Right? So, <laughs> so and, and this this episode kind of continues it. Like they're pulling at some more threads. There are some interesting sort of revelations that happen in this uh, this episode, and you know the, the the weird stuff is starting to happen, right? And I think that's what I like most about the show is like, give me the weird, give me the strange. Uh, weird Al Yankovic, weird, give it to me, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that's what the show is. I, I'm looking forward to when this when the stew is done and ready to be eaten. Okay, I baby. didn't mean that to be as creepy as it sounded. <laughs> no, I liked it. But I'm gonna I'm give gonna, me the weird. I'm gonna lean into it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be the weird one. Yes, that's what we do here in this show. We double down. We bear down. Bear, bear down. down. <laughs> Madison, what'd you think of five? 
I I really enjoyed this one. I think in the the previous episode, I talked about how four was kind of. It was a lot more slower, in my opinion, a little bit more of a filler episode. I think this one definitely is elevated from episode four. Um, In my notes, I have uh, kissing on trees, speaking French, and fire dicks. Those are the three things I have to uh, Are those your three favorite moments? No, those are just three (laughs) things that like popped in my head after watching this this episode. Um, But I think what's really cool about this one is we're starting to dip our toes into that hovering element of supernatural that has been suggested in episodes two and three. And also I think too, if we look back on episode one or excuse me, episode two, when the plane crashes in comparison to this one, the expectations where we thought those girls were going to end up is completely different now than what we thought before. I don't, I don't, but it's, I really enjoyed this episode. It was a good one. I did as well. I'm I'm with you guys. I think um, the stew is starting to to bubble, starting to boil over, starting to you know uh, waft throughout mm-hmm. the room, if you will. I don't know how long I can keep this metaphor going, hey, but, but they got to be careful because too many cooks can spoil the broth. That's true. What other metaphors can we? The beans are out of the bag now, Steve. Beans are out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that the the writing is so brilliant because at times I think I think it's not until episode six for me that it's like supernatural goings on is undeniable. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love because you allow it, it allows you like little tidbits to doubt and waver. Like for instance, Lottie has these visions and she's perhaps a little clairvoyant, but she's also on schizophrenic medication that she's now off. Right. Like she's ran out of those pills when they're in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So it's like, eh, maybe she's just got some mental illness things going on. Right. Whereas eventually I think you can see that that's not the case, but Really interesting. Fascinating. Again, like I said last week, I think um, little things because I remembered nothing about the show other than that. I loved it when we started, Mm -hmm. but it's like things are coming back to me and I had a revelation in episode six. Uh, So just stay tuned for a few days. We'll talk about that later. But in general, I'm getting just as excited as I used to be. Once again, this is a perfect thing to do leading up to season two. So let's dive into Blood Hive, which, by the way, is the name of the band that plays the opening theme track, I believe. I think it's a Mm -hmm. fake band. It's it's part of the score, uh, but they call that Blood Hive. No return by Blood Hive. So very cool. But the show opens in 1996. They're having a party. You know, you got to kill the time when you've got literally nothing else to do. And I guess they got like a... Like a little uh, a Walkman without headphones, like some like some speakers in that baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, of course you do. You stick it in a bucket or a bowl, and that you got your right. own speaker system at that mm-hmm. point. Uh-huh. It's like when I'm taking. We've it. all done that. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I do that still. I put my phone with some tunes or a podcast you on, and I stick it in a cup or the sink. Even I got like a really mm-hmm. like a rotund sink. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a no, it's a piece of shit. That's <laughs> a terrible drag. bathroom. <laughs> it's a terrible bathroom. It's like a closet, but still, like I basically shit in a closet. Uh, but it does have a decent little like sink with some. Uh, I have a shit. I have a shit bathroom, but the acoustics <laughs> are exactly. amazing. That's what I'm talking about. Well, oh, when I shit in there, <laughs> it's like best John sounding Williams. shit ever. <laughs> John Wayne. <laughs> John Williams. Oh, okay. It's like the John yeah, Williams the tuba section just going ham for the Imperial March. I was wow. just grasping in my mind for how John Wayne was related to this. <laughs> I gotta use your bathroom, Pilgrim. I uh. I got to take a massive shit on your bathroom, Pilgrim. Indeed. But we get a cool little dance number with the the team. The Bart Simpson. Yeah. The Bart Simpson maneuver. Everybody does that. Yeah, it's really fun to see. They're all having a good time. Even Laura Lee is getting down. 
yeah. as they say. I don't know if they still say that, but that's what she's doing. And then the radio thing breaks. Uh, they all hear some some flutter in the attic, some noise in the attic. Some some of the more practical folks among them, oh, it's it's just the roof. Lottie is surprised that everyone hears it. Yeah. She's like, here too. Thank goodness. <laughs> I've been hearing this for weeks. <laughs> it's typically not the case. She's yeah. like, do you hear them talking too? Or is that just me? Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone else speak French? Um, and then it's time to get some sleep. Coach Scott says like, Hey, let's just go to bed. Uh, and then we cut to Misty creeping on coach's morning wood. Oh my gosh. He's, he's full mast. He's, he's raising the flag and she just tiptoeing up. This made me more uncomfortable than the squirting of the water from episode <laughs> three, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh my what, goodness. What's the squirting of the water? When Misty walked up to him and was like, hey, take your shirt off. I'm going to squirt you with water. Sure. This is way worse. Yeah. Insanely worse. Yeah. yeah. This is an erect. <laughs> I, kinda, <laughs> I don't need to walk you through why it's I, worse. I, I kind of wish <laughs> the sick part of me kind of wishes that they would have scored like the 2001 a Space Odyssey theme for when she walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but then, like, shot it from below. So it was like the yeah, statue thing. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but he wakes up. He just senses that somebody's about to grab his boner, and he says, "Don't touch me, Misty." Which is a fair re- reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. Gosh. Uh, and then, yeah, so awkward. she seems really hurt by that though. And he is scared to death. I think a little hurt might be underselling it yeah. based off what she does later yeah. in the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, all of the ladies in the house, their, their menstrual cycles have synced up. That becomes a plot thread for this episode. Steve, I don't know if you're aware of this, but that's a thing that happens. We'll talk about it later. I'll catch is, you up is to it, speed. Is it like synchronizes one watch <laughs> with another? Yes. They all that's, have to click right, it at the same all right, time. and beep. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the timer now. now. Yeah. You don't want to be the, the odd one out. Which scientifically, like period syncing up is not proven scientifically. It just... I was going to ask, like, is this like a, a, a thing that actually happens or is it sort of just a stereotype? It, it is. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as I know. I mean, I. I, I obviously wouldn't have firsthand experience. I haven't looked <laughs> too deep into it. There are situations where I find myself and like in high school, for example, I played sports and there were times where me and six other people would be on our periods at the exact same time, which was bizarre because you know we're all six individuals with six different you know body types and all that kind of stuff but it's not i don't think it's scientifically proven unless someone has other information that i don't know of. i'm not googling it do i hit enter (laughs) on this google search (laughs) period sync up yes yes all right i've hit enter let's see what the oh period syncing is the idea that women who spend a lot of time together will have their menstrual cycles aligned however scientific studies have been unable to prove that okay. period syncing actually occurs really pure, pure mathematical probability is the likeliest reason why women's periods sync up mathematical probability mm-hmm. yeah so there's no this is all anecdotal evidence mm-hmm. you heard it here third folks you heard it here third this is not proven i but didn't also, know that but also I, your period is um it Mine can, isn't. It can start via, th- like, if you're stressed out or if, you know, if you're mentally going through something, it can prolong it or it can make it come faster. So, you know, you can look at it as they just went through this very traumatic experience via the plane craft crash. And so that, you know, is probably taking a lot of, 
you know, mm-hmm. stress on them. And I'm sure that's probably why. I don't know. But they're so the, all the plane crash just knocked the ovaries out of everybody. I guess so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're all they're all syncing up. They're all PMSing and getting pissed off at each other. Pretty mean sisters. And everybody is actively working on this homestead except Jackie. Jackie's sleeping in late. She doesn't feel good because she's got her, her period cramps. Uh, but everybody else is like chopping wood and and swabbing the poop deck and whatever needs done. I would be the Jackie in this situation. So I have no idea what they're out there doing, but it's useful things. I'm going to get some water. I'm going to get a bucket. Well, they make her get water because she goes for breakfast for Brecky, And they're like, nah. That, that'll be there. You need to, to, to pull your weight around here. So she goes to get some water. And it's like Jackie is completely oblivious to what everybody is hinting at. Yet Shauna is clearly seeing what everyone is hinting at. Yes. Like, hey, if we if we end up killing people, you understand you're going to be the first. Right, Jackie? Like that's yeah. that's not overtly said, but it's implied. And by the way, they've got this giant pot of, of I guess, leftover deer meat. Uh, what is it? Venison? Venison? Venison. Mm-hmm. Leftover venison stew, if you will. Do we go back to that metaphor? Mm. But right next to uh, what they call the bloody soldiers, which are on the left. <laughs> which I thought was clever. <laughs> they're all boiling their the rags that they're using for, for pads, right? Yes. Why? I guess to reuse them? Yes. But it's creating its own stew. <laughs> Period and a, stew. And there's I a would. joke that's made because <laughs> Travis apparently grabbed the wrong stew at first. <laughs> Oh, yes. No. You didn't see that? In the- no, I think I was writing something down. I didn't see it. Yeah. They were like, be careful. The bloody soldiers are on the left. Travis made that mistake. And he's just shaking his head like, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't no. know how far he got. They didn't explain, but I just, I like to envision it was far. Uh, <laughs> breakfast on the right. So then Jackie finds Lottie in the lake while she's getting the water. Um, and she's just sitting in the water. Like, Hey, isn't that cold? And she's like, yes, I thought it, I thought <laughs> it would like, be warmer. Oh, yeah. It is cold. I thought it would be a Lottie warmer. And <laughs> no, <laughs> Lottie, this is why no one likes you. Don't am- <laughs> you keep doing that Lottie joke and it's off putting. <laughs> it's off putting. Uh, and then sh- I, go ahead. Me, me likey Lotta do it long. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shauna's period is late. She's the only one who's not uh, experiencing her, her cycle, if you will. Whoopsie. Back in 2021, Shauna, uh, adult Shauna, is sexting and burning toast, which, you know, you don't cook toast while you, while you sext. Mm-mm. That's a complete rookie move. You want to butter that shit first and then get back to the phone. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you're going to get sucked in, mm-hmm. especially if they have any kind of uh, linguistic skills whatsoever. They might take you onto a, a novella, like Outlander style. Mm-hmm. You have no chance of cooking that toast. Proper. I don't know how long I'm going to go with this, Steve. Just stop yeah, me. No, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Wax more poetical about <laughs> sexting, my dude. My it's guy. an important skill to have, you know? You don't just say, hey, top hat emoji, bunny rabbit emoji, carrot <laughs> <parent> emoji. <laughs> exactly. Send. <laughs> uh, and then Callie comes in, her daughter. She says she's going to the city for Halloween. And then Sean is like, do you mean you're going to, you're asking, or did you mean to phrase that as a question? And by the way, the answer is no. And she says that she's got to stay home and hand out candy because she's going to her book club. Uh, and then, you know, Jeff kind of comes in and chides her and says, you're being too hard on our daughter. And Shauna says, our daughter is an asshole. And actions should have consequences, which I thought was a good quote for Shauna to say, because she do be cheating. Well, that and I think she's done a lot of things that she does not want the consequences for. So it's a little ironic. Maybe a murder, I would assume. Maybe uh, a sext. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. More more directly in this moment. Do you guys I, I legitimately don't remember anything. I cannot promise that enough. Do you both 
think for sure that Jeff has been cheating on her? I don't know for sure because we never really got the the official like, yes, he's definitely cheating on her. He was with a an attractive young woman yeah. at a hotel. He lied about it. Yeah, yes, that's and, true. And I and and definitely he's up to something, but I feel like the show's kind of steering us you know, to I, be unsure. Yeah. Like but, wouldn't it suck if at the end she cheated in as revenge and then Jeff was like, I've been working with a new home decorator, honey, mm-hmm. surprise. Yeah. And you know surprise me. Yeah. We got a new kitchen. What have you been doing? How's your book club? You know. <laughs> Can I join? No. No. <laughs> He's laying face down naked waiting for me and I might not show up. That's our book club. That's a weird book. Mm. I'm not into that. Where do you put the 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 uh, never mind. The bookmark. The bookmark. <laughs> I couldn't think of what the word was for bookmark. Like, I'm going to have to explain something else for you today, Steve. <laughs> but no, doesn't. So Jeff offers to go to the book club. He does. Shauna is like, oh, it's just, I forget. What We're reading the girl it. in the train window. It's yeah. just for, it's a bunch of, it's the opposite of a sausage fest. And yeah. he's like a, a, a clam, clam bake. bake. <laughs> yeah, clam bake. Which is, I, I feel like, especially episode six and we'll get there, but Jeff becomes a lot more sympathetic Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's this point where as soon as she decides to cheat, um, he becomes a way more sympathetic character, yeah. not by virtue of that, but they make, they take pains to do that. And it's kind of, uh, an interesting tact there. Mm-hmm. And like in this, he's a dumb husband maybe, but like, that's funny, yeah. I think. <laughs> and he's like trying to be nice, go with her, trying to be active with the kid a little bit. He's a pretty bad parent from what we, from what we can see. Um, yeah. but you know, he tries to be an active husband in these, in these few scenes. Which is which is odd. The show does do a couple in this episode, um, and then maybe in the next episode as well. It does a couple things that I feel are kind of out of character for certain. Like mm-hmm. th- it's uneven. The writing for a couple characters are where they're one way, and then all of a sudden they're not for the sake of I don't know, like getting manipulating the audience into feeling something in that moment. But then it goes, they revert back really quickly, and it's just kind of like okay. This is odd. So there's a little bit of uneven, uneven character writing in in this episode specifically. It could be. I think I think we're seeing some more depths, and I really appreciate some extra nuance to Jeff's character specifically. Oh, I'm not referring to Jeff specifically. Yeah, yeah. Just in regards to him, I I, I like what they're doing, but we can get there because there's some big changes for other characters. So Nancy's at home uh, or in the hotel watching uh, UFO documentaries. I think. Uh, and Nancy. Some- I know. I was Natalie, like, sorry. Oh, Natalie. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. That was did my I, old. Did I miss something? Nancy Nat. I abbreviate with letters and that was my old Stranger Things coming back. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Natalie. Nancy was, Wheeler. Was watching some sweet UFO documentary and some sweet fishnets. Anybody else catch that? Just You were just, yeah, like, just lounging in the fishnets. Is that what you do, Steve? You, That's yeah, what I, I do. I, I throw on my nets. I, I <laughs> light a candle and I just enjoy my shows. Yeah. You might. But nets only. Nothing else. Yeah. That's hot. with socks. It, <laughs> if I'm watching UFO docs, it's in nets and socks. Listen, That's it. It's the only way to watch a UFO doc. Otherwise you feel, you know, unsafe. But also you put on the tinfoil hat so the UFOs mm-hmm. can't reach your mind. Mm-hmm. So exactly. tinfoil hat, fishnets. I put a uh, fishnet hat on. It protects me. <laughs> oh, look at you being a trailblazer. She gets the call that Travis's toxicology report was clean. Uh, and then gives kind of the cold shoulder to Kevin. He's like, so, hey, now that I got this report for your dead boyfriend, you want to like maybe meet up, do some weird <laughs> <Right>. stuff? <laughs> She's like, uh, no, sorry, I got a call. Uh, and <laughs> then it's uh, she calls don't pick up, which is Misty, of course, uh, <laughs> and asks her, hey, what about that, you know, email hacker guy that, you know, that friend and and Misty tries to 
uh, you know, Stonewaller get an apology out of her, but immediately avoids that tactic because mm-hmm. she's like, okay, I'm not going to get one. And actually I don't care. I'd rather have a friend. Um, and, uh, she, it's, it's Halloween there. She pulls a code blue as a Halloween prank <laughs> on some kids, yeah. uh, which I found hilarious. I love that moment so much. The kids run up screaming. Does that work? Like if you just flip a little power, just a, I'm like sure a, I don't work in, in a hospital. I think so. Like they're all, those machines are just plugged in. And okay. if you, if they lose power, they are set to make those noises. That's pretty funny. Um, but it would also send alarms to like the nursing station and stuff. People would run in. It wouldn't be a prank worth doing. I would mm-hmm. imagine. Right. Also, I think the kids that would participate in such a thing like that wouldn't be this old. No. Like, I think they would be like little kids who are like, I'm just here for candy. Yay. Not like, Ugh, this place smells like old people. <laughs> right. I dressed up as a little mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, where's their chaperone? You yeah. Know? They're, yeah they're How'd they get like, there? Yeah. Uh, we took the four and had to, you know, switch buses to the 27. And you know, like you guys are getting around really well. Also, did you guys notice that uh, in this scene, Christina Ricci is super pregnant? I did not. She's insanely I, yeah. pregnant. Yeah, I, she, yeah, you definitely can tell that she's yeah pregnant. Did yeah. she have it a baby during this show? She was pregnant the whole time filming this. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might have known that back then. But I didn't know. I'm completely stupid. I, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, man. Well, to be fair, you know, she's wearing, <laughs> yeah, she's wearing these oversized scrubs. And they're, you know, the Halloween ones. I don't want no scrubs, personally. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good reason. It's a nineties joke. They're not form fitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hanging out the passengers. Side. Back in 1996, <laughs> Shauna, uh, she's in the woods. She's, she's feeling her breasts cause she's, she's getting pregnant, right? They start to swell. They start to hurt. Yep. And she's like, uh Oh, I know what this means. They don't have the internet back then, but women talk. She knows what that means. Uh, and then she starts using the deer blood to pretend she's having her period. She takes yep. a rag, goes to dip it in the blood. Like, hey, I got a good idea. But uh, uh, Taisa sees her. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to 2021, Taisa. She's with Simone. Uh, she's not polling well. She's really down in the polls. Bathurst is way ahead of her. Uh, things start to steam up until the dog barks. Like they start making out, trying mm-hmm. to be uh, a good couple, right? Damn it, Biscuit. <laughs> Fucking Starts Biscuit. growling and barking. Mm. Cock blocking Biscuit. Uh, and then she sees a wolf outside, Maybe the wolf that she frequently sees. And she grabs a very pointy, very sharp mail opener. I didn't know what that was. I was like, yeah, was, yeah. I was like, Steve, I look down to right and I look back up and I think, is that a screwdriver? Like a really long Phillips head perhaps? No, it was a very ornate letter opener. Yeah. God, I wish I had one of those. Nobody sends me letters, but I wish I had one still. You can get one. Like long cloth. Yeah. I, I thought. <laughs> you have the long cloth pommel. Yeah. From Game end. of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind I want. One of those. <laughs> Uh, or Dark Sister. Just, just let her open her. It's Valyrian steel. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but she finds nothing when she gets outside. But then she sees spill written in red paint uh, across her, her front doors. Uh, and then the scene cuts to 1996. Which, and- you know, of all the things people could smear paint all over your walls about spill is probably up there with the least offensive. It's, you, you would think it would like, be like, oh, a, thank God it's just spill. Yeah. Right. Like it, it would be a dick in reality, <laughs> yeah. you know? Ah, oh. <laughs> like the, the what's that show? American Vandal. American Vandal. Yeah. Who did the dicks? Uh, in 1996, show. <laughs> Shauna pretends to pretends to have her period with Jackie, and she's really not accustomed to lying in this scene. Like she lies a lot because she's been banging Jeff, but it's like she just runs right up to Jackie, who has the headphones in, and she's like, "Oh man, you jinxed me." <laughs> One person I care seeing that I'm on my period. Uh, but Thais is watching this and that's when she puts it all together because she's like, oh, that's why she dipped the rag in the blood. That's 
That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shauna pulls Jackie away and tries to teach Jackie how to prep the meat. Jackie's like, ah, I don't want to do this. This is gross. And this is when she has that conversation with her. Like, hey, look. She's real with, with Jackie for a moment. You got to start doing something. I don't know if you've read Lord of the Flies. You're piggy right now. You're piggy. Not going well. In the no. piggy pole, you're doing great. You know, stay away from the large rocks. <laughs> <laughs> We're sharpening sticks. You don't want to have one. Uh, and then, you know, they have a moment. They start to to bond. She tells her, hey, and Jackie's kind of a little bit of a meanie during this scene, because I think Shauna goes really out of her way to like build her back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and Jackie says something like cheering people up is not really your thing. You're usually a bitch, you know, <laughs> and Shauna's like, was, that a, was that a pep talk? Yeah, you're bad at it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but they do have a heart to heart. She gives the necklace back to Jackie. Mm-hmm. I've been tracking this necklace all season because, of course, whoever's wearing that at the end. Necklace watch. Gets, gets sharp stick to hold. Sharp stick. I, don't, I wish I didn't of, phrase it that way. Lots of holes in their body. Like, yes. Later on. More yeah. than you would normally have. Yeah. Yeah. Which is seven, I think. A lot. <laughs> I know that after watching Ant-Man 3. Mm. That's a plot device. Uh, but I think the necklace is, is still on Jackie that, that we know. Uh, and then, then they hug. They have a nice hug. The hug lingers because Sean is very sad about having to hurt her friend. Or does she love her friend? Oh, I forgot about that. Interpret- Are you back on that, Steve? I don't know. It lingered. <laughs> that shot lingered. It's I, I really do think it's all just her guilt. You know, like she loves her friend and she feels really guilty that she's banging her boyfriend. We find out in episode six, uh, that maybe you guys always knew, but I didn't know that Jackie was a virgin and she mm-hmm. had never slept with Jeff. And so like Shauna's like, they're at an age where like, oh, we, we knew that. I, yeah, I didn't know that. So this is like, or I don't remember that. So that was like, oh man, like, you know, they're at an age where this is like, you took something special from me that I can never get back. It's not just you're banging my boyfriend. I was going to break up with like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're 20, I'm not saying it's cool if you're 25 to bang your friend's boyfriend, no, but it's, but like, it's like way less cool when you're, you know what I mean? In yeah. high school. Right. That's all. Yeah. And also like in high school being, having sex for the first time was like a really big thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was a big deal. Right. And she thinks Jeff is also a virgin. Like this is a really bad sitch, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's what the hug is. It's just her like, because I've experienced that, not that specifically, but it's like, I was kind of a hellion in high school and there's these moments like long hair. Yes. Yeah, so it was the long hair. Yeah, it that, cursed me that to be bad boy, it or not. long hair. Like when my mom would call, I've told this story before, but this is the best example of this feeling. I spent the night at my friend's house. We went out egging houses and spray painting stuff. Right. And then we got caught the next morning for reasons I won't get into. We were really dumb. Uh, like we wore the same clothes that were covered in paint and shit and started walking around the neighborhood again in the daylight. And everybody was like, it's those fuckers that are always running around with their ripped jeans and their band t-shirts covered <laughs> in the paint. Uh, so we're sitting there with the cops <laughs> and I call my mom and my mom is usually not always this way, but in this particular moment was so sweet. Hi, honey. Are you having a good time? Do you want to stay the night again? Do you want to sleep over again? You want me to bring some snacks? Like just extra in. And that was awful because I'm just waiting to get a word in so I can tell her, no, actually I'm sitting here with police and I need you to come pick me up and I'm in a shitload of trouble, I would imagine, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like what Sha- what Shauna's feeling in that moment during that hug. She's like, this is great, but I can't fully enjoy it because the other person is not privy to all of the information about how this is actually terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's how I took that. But yeah, she could also uh, have 
romantic feelings for her, Steve, and just want the hug to linger. I just love because the skin's so soft. <laughs> I just I lo- love love. I love love. I know you love love, buddy. That's what I love about you. Uh, but back in 2021, uh, Sammy has the worst Halloween costume yeah. of all time. Sammy what? is a Sam witch. Sammy is a Sammy. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that is such a Steve a, costume. <laughs> a, that was a well-made costume. It looked really good. Well, Thais is rich. And his name is Sammy. Sure. And there's wordplay. He was a sandwich. <laughs> all right. But do you think he wanted to be a sandwich or do you think his mother made I don't him give a, a shit what that weird kid wanted. Make him cute. <laughs> the neighborhood deserves a good pun. Yeah, he's not like a dog. Like you could you would dress Pippin up like a sandwich, you know? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> all For, the time. Especially if his name was Sammy. And Sammy doesn't strike me as the type of kid who's like into Paw Patrol or a spidered man. Like sure. that kid is just like, my, this is my best friend. He's my doll. And now that doll's broken. And for whatever reason, mommy won't let me be that doll for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'll be a sandwich. I like those. Yeah. She won't let me be a dead animal, which is what I asked her to be. Yeah. Cause I'm Sammy. So I guess I'll just be a sandwich. They were like, Sammy, what do you want to be for Halloween? And he said that and pointed at roadkill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But he comes home from trick or treating. Simone is suggesting they finally out Bathurst's daughter and she was always the one that was against that because now she's upset that her home has been encroached upon with the red paint uh and then uh Thais is a little hesitant like no I thought you didn't want us to stoop that low she goes to put Sammy to bed and sees uh red paint under Sammy's bed dun, dun, dun. and like he did a terrible job yeah I mean I know he didn't do it from his perspective at all but whoever whenever he becomes when he blacks out is it just a terrible at hiding bad things because they just left the brush in there slid it they, got they paint like, all over the like, floor they like painted a trail up to it like from <laughs> above the bed sammy's feet are red yeah. <laughs> it was like me vandalizing right. as a kid yeah. i was sammy i guess he had a note fall out of his his shirt pocket that said it was me <laughs> oops uh and oops, then all sammy <laughs> So, you know, oops, all berries jokes. <laughs> I appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut back to Shauna and Adam. They're at a cool, like, sexy, eyes wide shut Halloween party. No sandwiches in sight. None. Have y'all, y'all ever, have y'all sexy ever, sandwiches, uh, though. A lot of sexy sandwiches. All the sexy sandwiches. I think we call that a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost six listeners. But... Eight wow. of them up their tier on Patreon immediately. <laughs> it's a very specific Amazing. kind of humor. I'm here for it. Have Amazing. you guys ever been to a club like this? An Eyes Wide Shut party? Yeah. I have to say I have not, and I am. I want to. You, I want to wear a mask. What, what are you calling it? Like, I, What is it? Eyes Wide Shut. Like the movie, the Kubrick film with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. So they go to orgies in that movie mm. and they wear those like ornate Mardi Gras masks. So no one can recognize Yeah, them? so you can just fuck mm. and, and anon- anonymity. Okay. You know? Have not been to one of those. Could be a real hoagie at those parties. Yeah, you can. Nobody's going to know. Just a sloppy you Even sandwich. put like a little sloppy, one, a little mask <laughs> on your junk. Yeah. So nobody can recognize that either. I've seen that penis. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize it anywhere. They're like fingerprints. they're all different (laughs) no i've never been to a a sexy halloween party have you steve i don't get tell us about your sex oh (laughs) that's the kind of question that leads into a cool story i would feel like i was just madison you're you're young you're hip i mean i was i was in a sorority in college and so i went to a couple of halloween parties that were at frat houses that Mm -hmm. weren't you know they were fun i guess but they weren't this where they have like a woman literally dressed up as a disco disco ball 
doing really no, cool stretches and light. I haven't been light. to any formalized, sexualized Halloween party at mm. a very nice venue before. <laughs> well, I know. Upsetting, this Halloween, it? I have a bucket list. <laughs> okay. Should uh, I I'm throw gonna, one, buddy? That's the I'm only gonna, way to know I'm for gonna sure. I'm going to go onto Craigslist and ask around. Does anyone know of a cool, sexy Halloween party where there are some uh, hoagies? Or we Ooh. just throw one ourselves. <gasps> a streaming things hoedown? <laughs> yes, and a hoagie we party. We have to dress up as characters we've talked about on the show. Uh, you know what? I like it. If Steve is event. in a giant sandwich with like a dick hole cut out. <laughs> I'll be the event planner. I'll plan it for you. I'm leaving. Oh, thank God. Oh, you're leaving? <laughs> hey, man, want a bite of my sandwich? You know, that's what you're going to be asking You want everybody. a $5 foot long? <laughs> there's a subway next door. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, because that circuitously took me to Jared, and I hate you for that. <laughs> That's the wrong kind of party. But anyway, we've never been to one, <laughs> but Shauna and Adam, apparently Adam's an artist, and he's been to all kinds of these uh, uh, Halloween sex orgy parties. And uh, Shauna's a little uncomfortable. She doesn't even want to wear the mask, mm -hmm. which he's like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And we cut back to 1996 and Travis and Nat are out hunting. Uh, he says that your lady blood is scaring all the prey away because they apparently haven't seen a deer or anything like that in a long time. And she's like, oh, my menses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love this interplay. They're getting closer and closer. Yeah. And she says, hey, wouldn't it like attract? And he's like predators, maybe, but not prey. Um, and then he, he shoots a bird on the fly which was actually really impressive because the bird took off and I was like, damn, he missed it. Yeah. And then it fell. And I was like, ha. damn, dang, Travis, he caught up to her. They've, they've been keeping score. He flexed yeah. on her. Is it five to five? Oh, I think flexed. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. my bad, buddy. <laughs> he would get so mad at you. He would. So yeah, they're keeping score. It's a fun game. Let's see. You can kill more stuff and every, take a shot. Uh, 2021 Misty shows up at Natalie's, uh, and then she has a secret door knock, which I, I thought that was funny. Cause she walks up and goes, dun, 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 dun. And then Nat opens the door and goes, I told you we don't need a code. Yeah. We don't, literally <laughs> the only person that knows where I'm at. Uh, but Misty, it's part of the fun for her. She wants that. She yeah. wants, she likes that. And her hacker buddy is also a citizen detective and they have stallion chat, 99. Yeah. They have chat handles. He, <laughs> he's stallion 99. Uh, and she's African gray. Yeah. Is that a type of horse as well? No, I think it's the type of bird Caligula is. Oh, really? Oh. I think. I thought they were, I thought it was weird. They would both be horses. That's you're right. I really didn't look into the names at all. African. Yeah, it's, I, I did it's, notice it's the that bird it was weird. That, it's the bird that Caligula is. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very good, Steve. Nice, nice dig there. Hmm. Um, so that's all we find out in that scene. Then we cut back to Thaisa and Simone. They confront Sammy about the paint. He denies it. He says the bad one did it. The lady in the tree. Uh, and then he slings the candy off the table and he's like, if you guys are going to accuse me of this shit, then I don't even fucking want sugar. <laughs> Because sugar is for happy families, and that's not what we are. He didn't say all that, but that gesture spoke those words to me. He said he's a very emotive child. Yes, he, he is. said that with a flick of his wrist. Mm -hmm. uh, after organizing them, you know, when you get home with your Halloween candy, you want to separate them into all the different piles. Like, oh, I got nine Milky Ways, two minis, one full. There were a lot of mints. Like the little. Yeah, he had a terrible haul. I was like, y'all live in a rich neighborhood and you were getting those tiny ass little mints. Yeah, where I'd be so pissed I like, off. I, I lived next to a rich neighborhood growing up and there was this one house that would hand out big ass Twizzlers, like big Twizzler bags. Like the whole bag of yeah. Twizzlers? The whole bag. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Of the long ones. I was like, damn. 
What's up? Ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> I do love I, some Twizzlers. I salute yeah. those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make, they keep no. the Halloween theme. I turn my porch light off. That's what I do. <laughs> I, I put out an empty bowl and then with a note that says, take one. So when people walk up, they're like, oh, some kid stole all the candy already. Uh, I just put an empty bowl. <laughs> you really no, do. I, no, I can't do that. That's not true. I don't do that you at all. You cruel man. <laughs> Nobody trick or treats on my street. They all, it's not one of the neighborhoods that. No, you remember, I was so excited at, at our, the old house. I was yeah, so you love excited. It. I was like, oh, I'm going to hand you out sat there candy. Lonely I was so excited. And like three kids showed up and I had like. <laughs> four boxes of you're a loser mister yeah <laughs> my dog scared a fucking mario it was it was Aww. a disaster i walked three blocks just to say fuck you buddy that was look, steve's halloween i look like a creep because these kids were crossing the street like a house away from you're me like you want some candy and i was like hey i got candy <laughs> no no so i was just desperate to hand out candy he was dressed like a sandwich with the whole cutout i was oh, naked man. No, <laughs> he was wearing the sandwich outfit with some nets. <laughs> Ooh, gotta put nets with the sandwich. Yeah. Oh man, we are just creating an outfit. We are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie is uh, siphoning gas in the next scene, and uh, that's when we meet Stallion ninety nine, and we hear about African Gray. Um, and what the gas is for is they on cue Misty pours that all over his dick, and then she pulls out a, a Zippo. And says, I could light your dick on fire or you could give me the stuff. And so he uh, he gives him the file. And afterward, Natalie looks at Misty and says, you should ask that guy out. You've got a lot in common, <laughs> which is funny because it's true. Like, that's the kind of guy <laughs> yeah. that Misty needs right well, there. Initially, he was, you know, withholding that information because he wanted to be in on whatever they were wanting to do. He's like, this is cool. I'm lonely. I'm not, right. he's not even extorting them. He's like, just let me hang out. And Natalie's like, or I could just set you on fire. <laughs> That's how little I want to hang out with you. Yeah. It was pretty it says intense. a lot about Natalie, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But back in 1996, Thaisa and Van are making out. Uh, and then we hear screams in the distance. And Mari comes running out of the cabin thinking something's crawling on her. But there isn't anything they can see. Uh, and then Jackie has her, she got that pep talk from Shauna about how good she is at cheering everybody up, keeping the group together. So she's like, Hey, what we should do in this creepy cabin while we're stuck out in the wilderness and probably going to die is have a seance, right? Laura Lee, who's super Christian. Uh, and she is <laughs> not happy about it, yeah. but, uh, did you ever have a seance Madison? Excuse me. <laughs> when I was in a sorority? Yes. yes. No. <laughs> we sacrificed one of the freshmen. No, um, actually we didn't have a seance, but we, um, Do you have a Ouija board? Yeah, we did the whole Ouija board experience and it was, it honestly kind of was a, it was kind of a drama filled night because we, uh, Oh, someone died. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little uh, drama. Carl it, it, died. Yeah, it was like little drama, but you know, we were, it was the varsity team and we had the JV come as well. We were staying at a varsity uh, team member's house. She had the Ouija board. It was actually her older brothers. You know, we didn't, their parents didn't know that we had it. We were doing it in the basement. One of the girls got really, really freaked out, called her mom. The mom called oh, no. the mom of the, the you place had that a we Laura were staying. Lee on your team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which rightfully so. I mean, the, the older girls were kind of, or I should say two of the older girls were being a little too dramatic with it, playing with it really intensely and like intentionally trying to freak this girl out, which was kind of a dick move. Mm-hmm. Um, but the girl got really freaked out and called her mom and, it was the whole thing. Like, you know, the next day we were at oh, practice, no. the coach had to get involved with it. Like it was just a whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I can no. say nothing spe- like supernatural happened with the Ouija board itself, but it was 
the ambiance of the night was it was raining outside. There was a thunderstorm happening and the lights went out. So that's what awesome. they, yeah. So that's it was a like, perfect time to yeah. Do it. So that was the, that was the, the big, you know, freak out moment for her and why she had to call her mom. But uh, I, I hope they didn't pick on her more for calling her mom. I don't think so. Oh, good. I think, you know, they were, so she was a sophomore and they were seniors. So they were, they were gone soon. So yeah, yeah. they definitely hated her more. But it didn't matter because they were gone <laughs> yeah. soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I never did this stuff. And I thought maybe it was like, is this it, like, is this like a girl thing? Is this like, you know, I mean, we had one, I think my parents were super superstitious, not religious. But like, I feel like it's even worse, but just superstitious. And so they would have lost their shit as when I was really young and they stopped caring by the time I was a teenager. But my friend now has a Ouija board tattooed on him on his stomach, hmm. which is kind of weird too. Can, but you, can you play with him? You can, but... <laughs> I think things might end up a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Just have like him laying down and like, six I think people it's like- pointing to yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, Over time it just like wrinkles and yeah. you can't dissect what it says. <laughs> no, but I don't know if it's strictly a girl's thing. I mean, I, that was the only time that I ever really came in touch with it. I mean, I, if I was in another situation and my friends were like, Hey, you want to fuck around with a Ouija board? I'd be like, Sure, why not? But I fuck around with his Ouija. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not gonna seek it out myself. The only reason I say that is because it's kind of without preamble. Like Jackie just suggests it, the show sure. lays it out, and they're all like, "Shut And <laughs> and so, oh my god, I <laughs> I thought is like, is this like a thing I'm not aware of that like is a thing? Um, but it works within the show because of the supernatural elements. Sure. But the way they just dropped it in there, like you know, like we do sometimes. Well, and it gives, it hints that Jackie's done it before. I'm like, so I can assume they probably had a similar situation or similar like Mm -hmm. activity that I experienced where, you know, they're at someone's house or, you know, it's just dumb shit that teenagers do. Yes, that is true. I have experienced lots of dumb shit Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, You know, you just Google it up real quick and try it. We made a lot of bombs. (laughs) None of them really worked. Mm. We did that stuff. Um, so I get it. Seance explodies. Same. I caught my hair on fire once. Yeah. I, I, I played Pokemon. Yeah. We all do weird things. Yeah. We, we all experiment. <laughs> we would, so let's make bombs. We would TP the, so when I played softball, we would TP the baseball team's houses for like senior night and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was always fun. Scott them. Way to pitch overhanded losers. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I always feel like I'm at my best when I'm hanging out with my kids, when I'm being of service to other people, when I'm talking about TV and film. That makes me feel centered and effective, uh, but that's not always possible because I have to be empowered, prepared to take on everything life throws at me, but I get all out of whack and I need help recentering. I do certain things, 12-step groups, group therapy that help me do that, but other people, normies I call them, they have to seek out other forms of help. Uh, I think it's important that everybody do that. And it can be kind of a kind of a struggle like to find the time to find a therapist. How do you even go about doing that? You have to deal with insurances and all kinds of uh, you know societal blocks to that. And it gives your little brain, my little brain, the excuse I need to not seek that help. And so better help 
makes it easier to navigate those blockades. Everything's online. You can just do all the research you want with clicks, clicks and screens. I don't have personal experience with BetterHelp, but Steve, you do. I do. I have used BetterHelp for a couple months now, and it actually was a really, really great tool for me to utilize. I was struggling with codependency, and I didn't even know what codependency was until I started talking about it with my therapist. And through working with her, I was able to set up goals uh, and achieve those goals with her guidance and help. And it was very, very beneficial to me. And I'm uh, a much better off place than I was a couple months ago before I started using BetterHelp. You are. And I can actually see the difference. And I'm glad that you're doing that. And if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. It's flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch at any time if you're feeling like things aren't working out or you could be better. You can just do that for no additional charge whatsoever. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. Uh, but back in 2021, meanwhile, meanwhile, like the sex club. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I teed you up and you knocked it out of the park, Steve. Uh, Shauna sees uh, young Jackie. She, she envisions uh, young Jackie played by Ella Purnell at the party. She kind of goes looking for her. And then she instead finds her daughter wearing Jackie's uh, uniform uh, and her ca- Callie's on. Molly, and then she says ecstasy. There's a little bit of flub in the show. Down off of Molly. Yeah. (laughs) Can we talk about the outfit for a second? It's like she's wearing, she knows it's her, like, she thinks it's her mom's, but yeah. Her mom's, but the makeup gives me this impression that it's a zombie. Did me did anyone else? Yeah, I, I, that? I, I, oh, I totally, that's really rude. Yeah, like the yeah. dead yellow jackets girls yeah. costume. That's a hundred percent what she was doing. Wow, yeah. dead yellow jackets girl. I didn't and even I, catch that. Yeah, and I was like. Callie, you're an asshole. Well, yeah, Callie we have sucks. we have established Callie's <laughs> yeah. an asshole. It's just, yeah, wow. But she's she's rolling balls in this scene, so she actually is is kind to her mother and a little bit later on because of the Molly, I would presume. Um, but this also cuts between Taisa being confronted by Simone, um, you know, about the way that she's been and staying away from her family a lot and like letting Sammy kind of drift up by the wayside, and and Taisa's like thinking about dropping out of the race. I can't believe we did all of this just to lose. Like maybe I should just drop out completely. And Simone, like you can tell, she doesn't want to push Thaisa towards that and have her be resented later on in life. But she's so relieved to hear her say that because that's obviously what she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, back in It 19- is kind of funny that you're, she goes like, oh, it's, I'm not telling you to drop out. Whoa. I just don't want you to never have the time back. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay. You want to drop that in all there? Right. All you right. You want to, you know. <laughs> she's not wrong though. I'm just going to put this down. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> what? How'd that get there? Oops. I'm paying a trail to it. No, she's, she's, she's not wrong. No, I just, I just thought that was kind of a funny, like, I'm not trying to push you anywhere, but push. Just be aware that if you go down this particular path, you might lose your family. Yeah. And God knows what else. <laughs> right. Your brain. So but maybe not. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, back in 1996, Misty brings coach T, uh, the coach, some tea. Uh, hilarious <laughs> for the swelling in your leg, not your wiener, just to be clear. Oh my God. Clever and writing there. Just imagine being stuck 
with yeah. a boner. If it's over four hours, you're supposed to call somebody. Well, well yeah. I mean, well, yeah, OBGYN. A- <laughs> 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 I'm on my way. Oh, I know be, just the thing. That sounds so awful. Like, hey, your legs cut off. You're, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. You're the only adult to try to take care of these kids. And mm-hmm. the one kid is sexually harassing you. And yeah. think about it. Like the and you only can't really escape her. The only reason all of this is happening is because Misty for once in her life was relied upon and respected and purposefully broke the, the transponder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's easy to forget because Misty's like pretty funny to watch and stuff, but it's like, holy shit. All of this is just cause she's it's a nut. Her fault. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you, where do we timestamp this? Do you think like how many weeks, days past the plane crash do we think we are? I think it's been a month. A month? Okay. Yeah. Because they're all, I, I, it has to be with three to four months, I imagine, if they're all, like it can be more than two months because they seem like they're making a big deal about their periods. Well, actually, yeah, that, that makes, oh, it would have wow. to be, it would have to be a month. Nice, Steve. The weird thing to do bones for. Nux, periods. <laughs> no, you, you make, you make I just good... meant your logic, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's been, it's probably been like three or four weeks. It's been one menstrual cycle. Correct. (laughs) That's what they, that's the only time they have to go by. The moon. Two moons have passed. The moon blood. (laughs) No, it'd be one moon. Oh, one moon moon has passed. One moon has passed. One moon has passed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were out there for 18 months total before they, however they get rescued. 19 months. 19 months? 19 months. That's 19 periods. That's 19 moons passing. Yes. (laughs) But for Shauna, that's only 10 periods. True. <laughs> that we know of. We don't know what happens to the baby or anything. You're, that's true. Yeah. Uh, like this can't be the baby. This can't be oh, Callie that she's shit. carrying. I don't think. It's not Callie. The, the math would be very wrong. Unless they are lying about how old Callie is, which would maybe feed into why oh, Callie's Misty like has- 30. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> no, she would be my, she would be 20. <laughs> she'd be 23 just like the idea of like a much older girl like I hate being in high school mom <laughs> she would be 23 and she was raised like Tarzan until she was 6 yeah. and then yeah. they just but it would make sense why Misty ha- maybe has Callie's birth certificate back in episode 2 when uh, they were looking yeah. through all their shit that's true that's so true. you know I don't know but again we we have no idea no and we do we do not we do not um, so Taisa Decides to drop out of the race and then back in. Oh, we already talked about that. The uh, the T, not for the boner, but for the leg. Uh, and then Shauna and Jackie are setting up the seance. They're, I think, lighting candles, doing different things. They've got uh, dirt and deer blood to. Well, that that's later that that happens because that's actually really but they're funny. Putting the candles on all the weird symbols on the ground. They're like, we yeah. don't need to make well, a just, pentagram. We got this. Yeah, made we got stuff already. little yeah. triangle weird guy. Someone which, left a template. Which I want to say, <laughs> and I don't know if this is if I'm forgetting things from when I watched it the first time, but no one else has acknowledged the symbol except Lottie. Yeah, that's true. No one else is making note of the symbol except Lottie. But then Jackie just does in this casually here. Well, Shauna just Look places cute the little candle guy. on top of it, but she doesn't acknowledge what it is. So it almost oh, I makes. She, I thought Jackie like instructed her to put them on the symbols. Oh, did she? I th- I'm pretty sure Jackie like says like, we already have these things here. Don't make the pentagram. Just put them there on those creepy things. Oh, something like perfect. That. No comment needed. I, I made a note like, not a good play, I would think. <laughs> Maybe don't put it on Maybe the weird, d- creepy yeah. thing. No, that's okay. the perfect place to have a seance. Okay, well, then now it's the first time that another person has acknowledged But even so you're still correct that like nobody else is bothered by it whatsoever, no. at the mm-hmm. very least. Um, Which is odd. Well, because we've seen it engraved in, what, three trees now? And now it's on the wood, like the wood of this. Mm-hmm. I would just feel like, you know, if 
if I was in the woods and I was seeing the symbol, I'd be like, maybe we shouldn't be over here. Maybe there yeah. is some weird culty shit happening. I think Lottie's right. This yeah. is a weird place. Yeah. This could just be like the Nike swoosh of Canada and they don't know what this company is. And <laughs> they're like, sure. oh, yeah. Just do it, eh? Yeah. That's A <laughs> unlimited. <laughs> a unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> Super nice guys. Yeah. Uh, in the next scene, Travis had taken the bullet out of the gun for Natalie. And when she goes to shoot, it just clicks. Uh, and then they flirt wrestle. That's what I call it. Mm -hmm. Flirt wrestle. And then, they, and then they kiss. Uh, and it, a kissing. Huh? Lots of kissing in this episode. Yeah. Things are, you know, well, they're stuck out there. It's been a month. It's been a whole moon cycle. Yeah. A moon has passed, Madison. Mm -hmm. You're right. Everybody's, a moon has passed. What have we got? What kind of kissing have we gotten? We got uh, Van and Thaisa. Van and Thaisa. Uh-huh. Which was a reveal. For, like for yeah. listeners watching the first time, this is kind of a reveal, right? I, I glossed over it because yeah. that was one thing I did remember. Steve, were you shocketh? I was only shocketh because I thought there would be steps leading up to it more. Because up to this point, there have been like casual glances at each other. Sure. But there hasn't been like a set. Oh, they're interested. They've had the talk. They are together. So it was kind of a shock. Like, oh, we they, they're together. Oh, okay. I, well, I, I think it's good for them. Yeah, I think I, they were together before the crash. Like back yeah. home, they were secretly lovers. You know, at least Thais is afraid to come out. I think I don't mm -hmm. Van seems less so worried about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then we got uh, Natalie and and Travis. Uh, their their romance is heating up. And then we mm -hmm. cut to uh, adult Natalie remembering uh, this is such a great like little s sequence. Mm -hmm. She's remembering adult Travis and like, you can see his bare chest and all this stuff. And then you see uh, his bare chest, but after the post autopsy in these horrendous photos, yeah. uh, such a, a jarring cut there. Um, and Misty is like very lackadaisically looking at her photos, completely unbothered by this, but she has less gross photos to be fair. They're just the room, but Misty finds something in the photo. It's wax. So there seems to have been a circle of candles that when she puts all the pictures together and draws form the symbol from the wilderness, like the little fucking, I never know how to describe it, but the circle and the triangle and whatnot. This is kind of funny because as she was drawing it, I was kind of laughing. Like there's no way you would figure that out based off that. That's it was so. Mm -hmm. And then there's two lines that go out of this one. Like, what, right. what are you drawing towards? Right. <laughs> Look, man, Misty is very smart. Just a little weird. Right. It'd be funny. If she drew that and everyone gets all like, oh, my God, it's that symbol. And it's then this, the upon, dick like, again that was upon, on like, Thaisa's door. And they're just like, Misty, you just drew the symbol. There's no, connect <laughs> there's no wax points on anything. No, no, any of this. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, funny. no. You got to keep the club. She's a citizen detective. How dare you doubt her acumen? Yeah, I'll poison you if you doubt me. Indeed. Um, and of course, Natalie never believed any of the shit that, you know, uh, that was that, that he would kill himself. And Travis didn't believe any of the shit of the supernatural stuff. So we get a clue as to how things ended up when they left the wilderness that like things transpire that Travis supposedly didn't believe in. Uh, and this symbol is at the, at the core of that. Um, but it seems to suggest that Natalie's correct, that somebody killed Travis because not only was the, like he could have maybe lit those candles, but somebody took them away. So there was someone else there mm -hmm. when he, when he was hanged, uh, we go back to Callie confronting Shauna, uh, but she's really kind in this scene. Again, I attribute it to the Molly, you know, she says, by the way, Adam, you know, that guy knows who you are if he has the internet and he knows your name, you know, because Shauna's mm -hmm. kind of in denial, like, oh, he's not with me because I'm a yellow jacket. He has no idea about any of that stuff. Um, and then she tells Callie, hey, that's Jackie's uniform, by the way, um, which is awkward. 
And yeah. that's mostly the scene. Like she's pretty allowing of her mom making this mistake. We, we learned that Jackie's parents gave the uniform to Shauna at, on her 40th, on what would have been Jackie's 40th birthday. So yeah. it seems to confirm that Jackie's dead, which was kind of a surprise to me. Sure. I've kind of been on the fence, like waiting, like are any more of these girls going to pop up in the present day? Or, or are they all, if they're not in present day, they're dead. So this was kind of like, oh, okay, Jackie's dead. That's, yeah. that's sad. Which is like, this is the episode where she gave the necklace back to Jackie. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't remember. I don't think it was ever confirmed that the girl in the pit. I don't think that's confirmed this season. Is any per- Yeah. I don't think this season it does get confirmed who that girl is, but it seems to suggest, I wonder if I just missed what they thought was obvious with her getting the necklace back and then confirming her death in this episode. Is that like. That's her. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. Um, but that's play. a really sad way to go. I was thinking about on the drive here, like, oh, all the stabbies and the running and the scaredness. Well, and I think, too, <laughs> I, I think in my sense of denial of Jackie being dead at this point, because, you know, she hasn't passed away in the 96, you know, version of her story. Yeah. I think part of me was also thinking, what if she faked her death? And like, I don't know. I guess that wouldn't really make sense, because if they all got, you know, picked up, she would you know, probably want to go back with her parents. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. They didn't I seem don't like know. great people. At least no. the mom sucks. No. Uh, <laughs> but Callie says uh, it sucks that her mom had to go through that. And she's like, you're not fine, mom. I can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently That's the Molly. You get, you get Callie on Molly and all of a sudden she's a big, she's a big hugger. You mm-hmm. know, she's a big that's sweetheart. How, that's what it does, man. Mm-hmm. Also, this bar feels really good. I don't know. It's so smooth. What kind of wood is this? Like, that's what it would also do. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but in 1996, the seance is raging on. They put blood and mud on each other's foreheads like it's fucking Ash Wednesday. Uh, and then they ask a series of questions and I, with like a pendulum thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the idea is that the spirit would move the pendulum. It shakes back and forth left to right if it's, it's if it's no. And it goes in a circle if it's yes. Do my understanding the way they played correctly? Which is funny because... This is something I remember like flashing back to in high school. We would do that with, um, we would do that same principle, but it would be how many children you would have. And if it would be a boy or a girl, you would take your strand of hair, hold it, and then tie something on it. And if it was, you know, to go, I think forward and backward, it would be a girl. And if it was side to side, it would be a boy. Ah, I used to do the, like, I, I couldn't do it, but people would fold the paper and you could put your fingers in it and be like, rah, 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 rah. Oh, the, um, and then lift to, you know what I'm talking about? The fortune thing? Yeah. Yeah. And you can ask it questions and oh, then do the yeah, little yeah, finger yeah. dance. Pick and, a color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now pick a number. <laughs> exactly. That was fun times. Yeah. But they ask a series of questions. Did OJ do it? I think it's Van's question. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is vice principal, the vice principal having an affair with the one teacher? Uh, principal Brzezanski screwing Mrs. DeWine. Oh, yep. yep. Definitely. Yes. Uh, would we have won nationals? No. No. <laughs> uh, and Taisa and Laura Lee aren't at the seance. They're both downstairs with the coach, I think, and Javi. And Laura Lee is reading the plane operating manual and saying, hey, it's not that hard to fly, I bet. And that's so that's kind of her plan. But just like Jesus, take the the wheel. That's right. Uh, And then Javi does run to the attic. I'm going to see what they're laughing about up there. Having a good time. Um, (laughs) And then when he comes in, they're talking about somebody's boobs. They're obviously fake, you know, and it's it's a really fun conversation. Um, And then somebody asks, is it Misty? Misty's like. Does um, the person I like like me back? Yeah. So embarrassing. Because we know it's Coach Scott, right? But everybody else is like, oh, like they act like it's adorable when it's actually not. Um, <laughs> and then I think, is it 
Javi. Javi. Oh, Javi says, are we all going to die out here? <laughs> and way Travis bring, is like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, way to bring the mood down, We were man. talking about tits like two minutes ago, my guy. <laughs> Why did you come up here? Um, and then when he asks that, the pendulum makes the infinity symbol instead of a yes or no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody's a little, like, you know, head cocked at that, but not too concerned. And then... Lottie starts to scream right before the window blows open. So like the computer, the, the camera, excuse me, does this like Sam Raimi thing where it POV flies toward the window yeah, and then she screams and then it blows open. Uh, and everybody freaks out at that point, mostly because Lottie's screaming and then she starts speaking in tongues it and wants, it it's wants, hungry. it wants, it's in, she looks at, is it Van? No, she looks at Shauna and says Shauna. it's in you it's and Shauna's, you, you know, kind of, baby. Kind, She's pregnant. (laughs) I didn't catch that at the time. You didn't catch that? No, I was like, your genuine surprise was so funny. (laughs) The baby. Oh my God. I like TV. (laughs) Girl. That was amazing. Wow. See, we should watch it together. You get all of that. We should. (laughs) And then Lottie starts speaking French. Like really, I don't remember knowing that the guy's name was Jacques, but apparently they all know that. I'm sure that was revealed. Um, he the was some kind of yeah, the dead guy. Oh, I never heard his oh, name. Oh, I didn't catch that either. So that's the impression. They they mentioned the name Jacques, and I think he's some kind of like French Canadian colonialist or something. And then that's the spirit they're supposedly contacting. And then all of a sudden, Lottie, I could have made all of this up. Lottie starts speaking French. Um, which would presume that it is him, it is him that's inhabiting her. And Jackie can kind of speak French, but not really. So she very slowly translates, uh, <laughs> you must spill blood or else, um, which uh, finally Lottie switches to English. <laughs> so it was all for naught anyway. And then she cracks her head on the window purposefully. The coach vomits downstairs and looks at the cup. So the tea has been poisoned that he got from Misty. All of this is happening at the same time. It's fucking chaos. Uh, and Laura, Laura Lee runs in all the power of Christ compels you. Uh, and eventually just hits Lottie Throws with the, the Bible, Bible. the Bible at her. And, and Lottie's like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Why'd you do that? She wakes up all confused. Cause she has no idea. Yeah. She doesn't remember anything that just happened. Um, I believe they call that a possession. And they do in some so circles. Laura Lee just conducted a successful exorcism. She did. Yeah. Just throw the book at her. That's what, they usually do that in uh, courtrooms. <laughs> throw the book at you. Yeah. This, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Woo. And back in 2021, uh, Thaisa makes her speech and she doubles down on running for office instead of backing out. And she can see the eyeless man that she saw when her Nana died, but she's like, huh, you don't scare me. I'm a politician. Uh, do you get, do we, okay. So you guys have seen the show. Do you guys know who the eyeless person is? I don't. I can't remember. I, Thought I when she saw her for a quick second, I was like, is that supposed to be Lottie? Like oh. a weird, like ghostly Lottie. Interesting. It sounds like a drink the way you say it. Lottie. Ghostly Lottie. Go to Lottie. Starbucks and get Lottie. a ghostly Lottie. I want a ghostly Lottie. <laughs> I want a Lottie of those. So I'm going to say a no. Okay. I know for a fact it is not, but I don't know who that is. I, I can't remember if that is ever resolved if we figure out who that person is so no idea they i read today 
that when I was trying to find find out when season two was fucking premiering, which is wild. I can't uh, not to go back to that, that they plan on having five seasons of this show. Like that's what the story. And they said that we're still on track for that. Wow. And I, th- I guess the pandemic slowed season two down significantly and we'll get season three a lot faster. Wow. Um, but that's what they plan on. So but I say that to say that there's questions like this that might not be answered for quite some time, I would imagine. Um, because yeah. it, it, the fact that Thaisa can see this this supernatural being, you know, I don't Which think is unfair. He clearly can't see her. Go on. <laughs> I thought it was a woman. Right. <laughs> Oh, you I thought, thought it was a woman? I thought the figure was a woman, yeah. A very, I thought it was a dude with, like, cool hair. Yeah, I uh, thought it was could, a dude. I, I it's hard it to tell. Well, it's kind I, of an androgynous figure. And, sure. Yeah, yeah. Without the eyes. Well, and, in the context of the grandma, I was like, is it is it an angel? Is it, you know, this this element of death? Is it, you know, what what symbolism does this person have? But then the context of I thought the Nana had said, it's a man with no eyes. And, like, I thought, I thought. Right. But I thought there was a conversation of you know, the angels or like an angel coming to take her away or something. There was. Like she expected a benevolent figure to, sure, to, to show sure. up. And instead it was that fucking creep. But I guess <laughs> in the, it's just in the, in the context of where when Thaisa is seeing this person, you know, with her grandma passing away. And then in this instance, when she's, you know, taking, I guess, like doubling down on this speech and, you know, continuing in her political campaign. It's just I don't, what is the correlation with her seeing this person? I guess I'm trying to connect the dots of why those two instances she would see. The well, person. the first is just the death. Right. And the second, she, she makes a decision to veer down a path of somewhat darkness, right? Like going against her family's wishes, going against her word, um, you know, and uh, she, the, all the things that she's had to do, she's put her friends in peril with their reputation and their history. She's put her family in peril with uh, what's going on with her house and the lack of attention she can provide to her kid. And then she's just like, fuck it. This is important that I'm, I'm in a, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm just, you think it's any, I'm reaching it's, here. You think but, it's any more, any form of like selfishness? Like whenever she, is this her own internal demon that's like looking at her when she could makes, be. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally it, bullshitting too. I'm just interpreting. No, the, I've thought about it too, because at the end of episode six, I have a lot more to say about this stuff, but it, it seems to me that. Sure. Like Thaisa can has had two distinct. Everybody has their own supernatural slash mental illness things going on, right? Mm-hmm. But Thaisa has two because she's or three. We find out in episode six. We'll talk about that later. But yeah. like she sees the wolf, she sees the eyeless person, and there's like a third thing that goes on in the next episode that Thaisa has a lot. Well, also her kid has some sort of <laughs> supernatural. Well, well, I think again that's episode six stuff. We'll we'll pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we, let's. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Um, so where are we at? Where are we at? Um, we call, oh yeah. So we cut back to 1996 after Thaisa and Simone's, you can see she's shocked that, that Thaisa is saying what she's saying. But we cut back to 1996. Laura Lee is scrubbing the triangle symbol in the attic. Um, so there's another person acknowledging it. And Laura Lee at least seems concerned by it. And we cut to Ben confronting Misty about the poison. He's very calm to his credit, but it's like a calculated calmness. Like he knows that she's dangerous and he's got one leg. So he's like, I can't piss her off. Right. Mm -hmm. At least that's how I read it. So he's like, just tell me why you poison me. It's all good. I just need to know. (laughs) And she said, she admits that she has feelings for him. And so he, he decides to go down a certain path to try to prevent any more harm done to himself. He's like, look, I feel the same way. I love you. But you're not even 18 yet. I'll get in trouble. So we got to keep it secret until you're old enough. Mm-hmm. And she's my sweet uh, Misty, you know, uh, yeah. oh. 
and the she, things you got to do. <laughs> the things you got to do to not get murdered by a crazy girl. <laughs> right. And she seems to believe him. She's like, oh, okay, I got you. I feel you. Uh, and we can just, it'll be our secret, right? And she loves that. And we cut back to Van and the others that are all convinced that that was a ghost or some kind of uh, supernatural interference, except for Thaisa, who is really more, again, we know about her character trying to convince herself, like overcompensating because she's one person there that has had personal experience with supernatural stuff. So she angrily decides to sleep up in the attic. No one will go with her. Uh, even they're all terrified that she would suggest such a thing. Uh, so eventually Shauna says that her and Jackie should both go up there in solidarity with Thaisa and Jackie. Just fuck that. Great leader that she is. Hard no. <laughs> so back in 2021, Callie wakes up all hungover. She tries to blackmail her mom. Like, hey, I know that you're banging some guy. So here's what, what happened to the sweet Callie. The Molly wore off. Oh yeah. my gosh. She should be on Molly all the time. All the time. They used to use that microdose for therapy. Uh, that's why it was invented. So uh, he, she, she says, Hey, no more curfew. I get to go take Ubers to the city whenever I want. You're not going to say shit or I'll tell dad. And Shauna calls her bluff immediately. Ooh, Shauna mm. becomes a fucking like Don of the mafia. Like, yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> so good. She says, here, let me walk you through what's going to happen. You're going to stay every weekend with your sad father in a sad little apartment. And you're going to have to spend all week with him eating cold pizza and shit until he's ready to date. Here's the first three seasons of Rick and Morty. I really want to take a note on Sherry's <laughs> yeah. character. She also says, yeah, the um, divorce lawyers cost 500, $600 an hour hour and mm -hmm. you know if you plan on going to college you can kiss that goodbye we have about 12 grand in your college savings account which sounds sad and it is but that's gone uh my favorite part is and when he's finally ready to start dating he's going to seek you for advice and you'll probably be able to help because they're going to be your age <laughs> and she just looks horrified and remember she's hung over too she's sure. already like verping uh well and she thought she had her mom you know, hook, right. hook, line and sinker. Yeah. And then her mom was like, actually, you thought wrong. And the most ballsy best part of all of this is at the end when Shauna goes, Jeff, Kelly has something she wants to say to you, like totally puts her face in it. Like, do it. I dare you. Yeah. Uh, and then she instead tells on herself about, hey, I, I, I went out and got drinking and I did dr drugs and I lied to you. And. And Jeff is such a dud parent. You're He's right. like, she really does have a bad attitude. <sighs> well, well, dang it, Callie, that sucks that you did that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then she storms off and he's like, yeah, she does suck. And then <laughs> back in 1996, Shauna does join Thaisa in the attic. It's just the two of them. And Thaisa says, hey, you're preggers, aren't you? That's what the demon was talking about. <laughs> that Chris doesn't know. Oh, my God. If Lottie looked at her and said preggers and pointed. Yeah. Laughed so hard. Baby. Uh, <laughs> Which if it was a ghost Candyman taking over Lottie. How intuitive is that ghost to recognize that Sean is pregnant? So intuitive. Predators can, tell. can smell it. I get, you're right. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I, <laughs> I said it and I hated it yep. as soon as I said it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to attract bears. Do you remember that? Cocaine from, bears. From, from Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> but I will, I'm kind of glad that Sean finally has somebody to. Yes. It's a really cool moment because Thais is very kind about it. Yeah. And in, in previous, you know, episodes, Thais has kind of come off as a bitch, but in this episode is very, very sweet. Cause like pregnancy is terrifying. And again, I'm a man, but no pregnancy have, is terrifying. I have two children and I've, I have been supportive and it's like, it's terrifying anyway. Uh, way more terrifying. If you're a teen, way more terrifying. If you're a teen 
who is dealing with it alone and single. Way more terrifying if you're stuck in the fucking woods without doctors or medicine or anything, right? So it's like, it's a scary sitch so many, for Shauna. So many layers here. And she can't even, even seek help even, because- Even she, more terrifying if your OBGYN is Misty. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the ax or whatever, like, I'm we ready. Gotta, we gotta cut it out. <laughs> I can get it. Um, so back in 2021, Shauna's Googling herself. And of course the yellow jacket shit pops up immediately. And you can see her visibly get like, oh, he probably does know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yellow jacket um, single? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then cut to Thaisa. She shows up at Natalie's house or hotel at her behest. Um, and she shows her the, the whole situation with the Travis symbol and all that stuff. Uh, and then they all get a group text that they're being extorted, drop 50 grand and this will all go away or some shit like that. Um, and we can see that Misty is watching all of them on camera. Misty put spy cameras in Natalie's motel. And she's not being invited to this, this little grouping. And uh, they call her, Natalie calls her the conniving poodle haired bitch or something like that. And Misty gets really offended. Uh, Hey, I'm not conniving. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. (laughs) So now let's do our top three favorite moments of episode five, Blood Hive. Madison, let's start with you. So my number three was... Well, I guess these two scenes kind of go in hand in hand with each other, which was number one, Shauna and Callie catching each other doing bad things in the club. And then followed by Shauna throwing down the reverse, uh, Uno reverse blackmail card with, Ka- <laughs> with Callie <laughs> after she tries to blackmail her mom. And it was just such like a, because I feel like Shauna, when you first see her, you know, you don't think she has all the cards, but she's actually really intelligent and, you know, just totally, you know, I don't know. It was just such a good scene with her and, and Callie. I agree. Steve, what's your number three? My number three is the press conference that Ty has where she kind of, uh, she's going to say that she's dropping out of the race, I assume, and then does a 180 when she sees the spirit and is like, no, nah, I'm going to, these motherfuckers wrote spill on my house. And she dramatically reveals it, like pulls off the ghosts that they were using to hide it. And she's like, I will burn this. Basically like I will burn the city down. Yeah. Like just the righteous indignation uh, from her. It was, it was really, really fun. And like, honestly, if like this was a real political thing and like remove any of the, the, the drama narrative, the spookiness of this moment. If I was like watching that, like, hell yeah, girl, get them. Yeah. Got my vote. Mm -hmm. You got my vote. They, they should be writing shit on your walls. You got children. (laughs) And in that moment, she thinks Sammy did it. Right. So it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a uh, calculated awful thing. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's her really turning back on her family, Mm -hmm. turning her back on her family, but also using her family as tools to achieve what she's, trying to get. And that's why Eyeless pops up like, taking this path. <laughs> like, you know, Toothless is the dragon from how to train your Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be here. I got lost. <laughs> Thank you. Please point me in the direction of Misty's house. <laughs> Misty's house. My number three is the moment in the attic where, um, uh, Taisa can, what's the word? Comforts. Um, Shauna, because Shauna's up there to, because Taisa is scared. She's, you know, she's putting on a show because she really wants to believe that nothing weird is going on and that's how she copes, but she's alone up there in the fucking devil's room, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just the two of them is a pairing we haven't really gotten yet. And it's a really cool, and like you said, 
you know, she's very, it's nice that Shauna has somebody that knows and Shauna herself looks really relieved mm -hmm. that somebody else knows. So I love that moment. Uh, Madison, you're number two. My number two is Misty and Nat pour gas on the hacker guy and threaten to light his <laughs> dick on fire. I just mm. thought I've never seen that tactic before. And I thought it was very fun and very interesting for them to do. And yeah, I like that. That's, yeah, when, a, good, that's when, a good threatening move to do in a pinch. Yeah. It is yeah. like when somebody's expecting reprisal on a scale of one to 10 and you go to 37. <laughs> yeah. Always respect that, you know? Uh, <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. That's right. right. Steve, you're number two. My number two is the seance. Uh, just some classic spooky fun, uh, mixed up, uh, initially with some, with some good, uh, jokes and quips, yeah. like the, the whole like OJ trial and, uh, you know, they're making fun of that or they're making fun of that one woman who has implants and they're like, they're totally fake. Like that whole thing. It was just fun. Like kids being kids type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into the Sam Raimi shots, which mm -hmm. I'm always a sucker for. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it, you know, it's weird. It's, it's, it's off putting. And so I just, I just liked it. I thought it was a fun, fun little scene. I wish it could have gone on longer. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. That was my number two as well. I think the say not, the say not, the seance, <laughs> the seance, yeah, the uh, was handled very, very well. Even if I missed very key points of it, the baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love that moment though. love this, the, this whole sequence for everything that Steve said, Madison, your favorite moment. Well, my favorite moment was the seance scene. Ooh. Um, again, just the whole batshit craziness that occurred mixed in with the the fun teenager elements. Um, yeah, same same reasons why you guys chose it for number two. Really, really good scene. Hell yeah. Yeah. Steve? So my number three is the- Number one. Or, I'm sorry, number one. <laughs> the third one I'm doing, but number one <laughs> in my ranking is Shauna popping off on Callie in the morning. Just that turn from sweet housewife Shauna mm. to cold-blooded badass. Just like, oh, you think you got it all figured out, girl? <laughs> You'd have nothing figured out. Right. There's a reason I survived a plane crash, all right? I I'm ate people, most likely. Cold-blooded, and I will eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with Shauna, all right? No, this do was, not fuck with her. I mean, uh, you know, all season we've been getting little subtle clues of like, there's more to meets the eye when it comes to Shauna. And this was the first time where I was like, yeah, okay, Shauna... She Shana, turned into a semi. Shauna's eyes cold. Um, so that was a Transformers joke, and I think it came off wrong. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Bumblebee, we need to get Kelly off of Molly. <laughs> Autobots, roll out. My number one is also uh, Shauna calling Callie's bluff. Uh, you know that I love that character, and I, I spe uh, specifically like when she goes. Uh, you know, all, all postal, as we used to say, <laughs> like when she killed the rabbit and shit like that. I, I like the idea. Uh, one of my favorite movies, I know I go on these tangents way too often, is uh, Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson. And she plays like a kind of a born identity thing. Like she plays a, a housewife, um, suburbanite mom that used to be a lethal assassin, but has amnesia. Mm. 
And so at the beginning of the movie, it's really neat because somebody like attacks her and she takes like the cutting board and like blocks the knife that's thrown at her and shit. And she's like, what is that? And like, that's the vibe that I get from when Shauna lets yeah. a little bit of who she really is out. Mm -hmm. And I, lo I live for that shit. I love it. Um, like the, the John Wick, you know, yeah. everybody thinks he's like a normal guy. I'm just going to take his dog. Don't do that. Don't, don't nope. take his dog. <laughs> nope. Don't um, be taking people's dogs. <laughs> never at first as a rule of thumb. Uh, but that's it. That's my number one moment. And now it's time for all the little Easter eggs and things that we caught. I only have a three. Uh, a one, a two, a three. <laughs> so Mr. Owl. So let's go around the table, starting with Steve this time. And we'll do one each until we all run out. Uh, I just liked when they were doing their dance party in the beginning, they're using that cassette tape, like we mentioned, and it breaks. And the first, uh, the first suggestion to fix mm. it is just blow on it. Classic. Which, you know, yeah, you hit it first, and then just them actually trying to blow on it. Like I did that so often when I was younger. Just NES like, games. NES games mm -hmm. played that shit like a harmonica. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it worked. It's the weirdest shit. I know it did. It hundred percent worked. There's a reason why we did it. <laughs> Madison, I feel like we can always rely on Nat, but she was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt at the beginning of the of the episode. Mm. Adult Nat was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Awesome. Yeah. Um. As far as the Halloween costumes, Callie references one and uh, Shauna claps back with Daria is a cool costume. Uh, the cartoon Daria. The people who matter know who Daria yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. That was back when animation, like the lines would like wiggle. wiggle. Even. Yeah. I actually don't know Daria. What really? It's yeah. a, it's an old cartoon. I think it was on MTV. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, to, came on late at night. I'll I think have to you, look it up. I think you would like Daria. Daria's, you would. I, I'm sure, honestly, if you showed me, I would know what it is. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Daria. Her signature was very wry humor. She was like Audrey Plaza before Audrey Plaza was a thing. Yeah, Audrey Plaza. Yeah. That's oh, a good. yeah. Yeah, I know who that is. Daria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But any hoozle. Steve? Uh, I don't know if this is really, this really counts, but the aroma diffuser that Misty is giving everybody that she has the uh, cameras Camera hidden in. in, I own that. <laughs> I have two of those. So when they popped up, my first thought was, oh shit, Misty's been spying on me this whole time. This whole time. Turn away, Al. I'll don't, allow don't it. Watch me. Don't watch me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I get mine was just the the dances that they did. They did the running man when they yeah. Classic. In, in the opening number. What was Laura Lee doing? Pray. It looked the, like she was, it looked like whipping Nay Nay, yeah. but that was before her time. So I, I don't, she's a trendsetter or that was after her time. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Through Jesus, all things are possible. <laughs> That's true. Through Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go OJ Simpson. Mm -hmm. Classic nineties reference. Yep. Mm -hmm. Classic. Ford, Ford Bronco. Did he do it? <laughs> uh, the spirit says innocent until proven guilty mm -hmm. in a court of law. And if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit, Steve. If the glove don't fit, <laughs> this is Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that? No. The, <laughs> I thought so, Chewbacca just went. <laughs> no, it's, it's an old South Park. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're making fun of that. Yeah. Uh, what was his lawyer's name? Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran was like, this is Chewbacca. He lives with the Ewoks. This does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, he's doing the Chewbacca defense. That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this is how we do it. It's a song they're dancing to. This is how we do it. Such a good song. This is how we do it. And also The Little Mermaid. Yes. The one girl was dressed up as a little oh. mermaid. Mm -hmm. Madison? 
That's all I have. This is not a real one, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, when Laura Lee runs in yelling, the power of Christ compels you. Uh, it's it's from Exorcist? The Exorcist yeah. from 1973. That doesn't really count. It's not 90s. Uh, and that might just be how like exorcisms work. You're supposed to say that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's just from that movie, though. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and say that. Well, I guess the other reference I had is um, Shauna makes a Fifty Shades of Grey reference. But again, it's not. Oh, yeah. It's not. 90s so well uh my last one is uh, we've talked about it, i think twice already and that's the same Raimi shot during the the exorcism mm. scene where it's that point of view the you're from the the spirit's point of view it's gotta be an evil dead the, reference right yeah it's rushing through the woods and goes into the 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 window like that's that's definitely like a classic sam Raimi evil mm-hmm. dead shot mm-hmm. yep 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 and now it's time for our favorite performance of the episode to wrap everything up madison who are you gonna give it to I was so torn between two people. I've got three candidates really. And I just kind of randomly picked one. Yeah. I, so I think, I think I might be the, the out or the person that won't pick the most obvious one, but I, I chose Tawny Cypress for this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think her, her performance and, you know, dealing with, I guess this is the emotion of being with her family and the conflict with her and her wife. I, I just felt like she's been very good at, having this sinister slash selfishness, but also still trying to cater to what her family needs. I don't know. I did. I, I wanted to give the, the favorite performance to her for this episode. I'm with you, Steve. I also gave it to Tony. Cyprus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey. Hey, nice. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like she is doing a really great job of straddling this line of like trying to be the person she sees herself as, but yeah. struggling with the darkness that naturally is in her and maybe that is who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the way that she sort of turned this righteous fury on in that press conference was really, really, it was a great performance because she's, perf- her character is performing for the press, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you, but she still allows there to be moments of being unsettled by the spirit, but also like feeling like, Oh shit, I'm, I'm literally throwing th- my family uh, to the wolves. Um, and she just looks, she has that pain of regret in that her face at the same time. And it's a very uh, difficult performance to like really get all of it out. Yeah. But I think she, Tawny really kind of got all of those beats across with her performance. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's a lot, like you said, you know, there's a lot going on with what she has to do. And like even we find out soon in the next episode, there's even more layers to like her character and her performance. And I think she just does a out of this world. Good job. Tawny Cypress. Uh, so that wraps up our uh, coverage on episode five of Yellow Jackets Blood Hive. So tune in in a few days uh, for our coverage of episode six. And we're going to drop two a week until whenever the fuck season two comes out. <laughs> it's either the 24th or the 26th or both. Yeah. Damn it. And then we'll cover. We'll but cover our episode will air that Monday. No matter so what. No matter what. Yeah, well, no matter not no matter what. what. Not oh. if it's not if it comes out at 10 p.m. on a Sunday. I can't imagine them doing that. God, I hope I'll not. call him. I'll call him. <laughs> call Yellow Jackets. Yeah. I'll call Showtime. Be like, hey, I'll call you're Christina. about to have a bad time. Yeah. I'll, I'll follow them all on Instagram and <laughs> figure it out. I'm sure one of them has posted the right date that it comes out. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. You would think. And I've emailed Showtime, Paramount, and like specific representatives uh, of the show to no, to no avail to get some screeners. Um, so hopefully that'll happen soon. But regardless, we'll be covering all the three of us will be here. 
to to notice great details that everybody else misses, like the baby. The baby. Uh, I'm good for that. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Sniper Tone here, and I've been instructed by the boys via radio to read you the brand new patrons in the month of March. These are people who have an extra set of mirth in their hearts, and they are truly the last line of defense between streaming things and a total economic collapse. So in the Try Before Deny section, I want to thank Luke and Sarah, Conrad and Trey Barrera. In the Marty B VIP section, we're we're thanking Tamara. Oh, old Tony's gonna mispronounce this one, that's for sure. Jeer Latanowitz. Oh, I mispronounced that just like I misfire my rifle. Brianna Bernard, we thank you. Elizabeth Palmer, Josh Stitch, and John Ricker. Oh, thank you all so much. In the chocolate pudding producer sections, we have Lair Gillis. Maha Axholt. I probably missed that one too. Uh, thank you to Jordan C., Kelly Shartner, Natalie Cleland, Sonny. Oh, it has not been sunny here in quite some time. Thank you to Wayne Yopst. Oh, I think the world has passed Tony by. Tony does not know what that word is. Yopst. Uh, thank you to Shotzi, Brock Burick, Alicia Takahashi, Gabe Quentin Vassa, Teresha Schwimmer, and Rob Westendorf. And last but not least, we have our friends don't lie to thank. Those friends are Taj Allah and Melissa Worcester. You know what old Tone used to shoot a war a win a Worcester back in his day? Or was it a Winchester? I don't know. I'm sniper tone. My mind is frail. I gotta get back to protecting Kansas City. What? It's already on fire. Oh, Tony, you done it again.